Hello and welcome back to Poor Man's Podcast, where each week we explore the unique facets of a sport we all know and love, no matter how hard it kicks our teeth in, hockey. And this is ice hockey, not that field bullshit all you crazy kooks like to call hockey with your sticks and balls and whatnot. Let's crack into it, eh? This is Jake, a man who's taken more pucks to the face than the cast of a Midsummer Night's Dream. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, man. Well, I wasn't prepared for a so ice hockey lo- loving Shakespeare thespian. <sighs> That's a good one. All right. Um, Who's pu- is Puck in the, Yeah, he's like the, the little... No, he's in the Midsummer's Night's oh, Dream. That's Sorry. what he fucking said. Holy I'm shit. Not... Fuck. How you going, Duncan? No, I'm, I'm going pretty well, Jake. And this is Ari, a fellow who couldn't cut the ice with a Red Hawk steak knife. Come on, Zambroni, show us what you got. I like ice. First up, a bit of verbal hockey. You gotta know how to punch and jab with your tongue if you're gonna bruise it up on the bin. Ari, if I skated up to you and I told you you smile like a goaltender, what would you throw back? Your mom is a nice lady. <laughs> Ouch. Jake, if I blitzed past you and you said I said your mom could polish my stick any day, what would you say in return? I would say you're a stinky rinker, Dink, is what you are. Nice. I don't know what good. that accent was, but I, I'd put on a fake Canadian accent. Who the I'd fuck thro- would do that? I'd throw you a verbal canade. <laughs> you can laugh out loud, don't you? <laughs> I know I can. <laughs> he just destroys the white belt. Sorry. <laughs> All right, if I scored a goal on your team and I was feeling myself, I might call you a frozen wet wipe stuck to a moose's bum hole. Are you going to take that? No, I'd be as sappy as a leaking maple tree watching Love Actually on Valentine's Day. (laughs) (laughs) But a boom. Jake, if you were coming at me for a scrap, I might just tell you to take your skates off and use them to end your own miserable existence, you useless waste of good Canadian bacon. Well, I would reply, you artificial maple-flavored candy Appalachian ass. All right. Come from the East Coast, come to come here to the great state of Newfoundland. That's in Canada, right? Not a state, though. Province? Yeah. <laughs> Try to come and steal all our hockey women? I don't know what's. Yep. You just got Canadian. That's how it's done. <laughs> All right, now we're going to have a quick quiz to see how well you unlaced skates know your hockey lingo. I'm going to give you a phrase. You tell me if it's a hockey term or a sex word. Neither way, what it means. All right, Ari, you go first. The word is gong show. Uh, it is, it is a, a hockey term where you get out your nice big Chinese gong and then you parade it around the ice rink with uh, all of your nukes. Close. <laughs> <laughs> Really? No. <laughs> it is, in fact, a hockey word. That's a game that's getting out of control, possibly from the score or a lot of fights. That's a gong show. All right, Jake, your word is hog leg. Yep, it's a hockey term. Okay, what does it mean? Uh, it means when you are in the corner, right? And your stick just isn't getting to the puck, you know, with your hockey cue. I believe it's called. It's called a stick. Bob. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, that's different uh, dialects. I'm talking about in French Canada. <laughs> we call it a Q. Uh, um, Canada is a. Uh, <laughs> so actually, a hogleg is uh, <laughs> comes from the phrase Johnny Hogleg. A hogleg is a penis. As a matter of oh, fact, damn. actually, a hogleg was a word for the Colt single action revolver, and so guys like calling their dicks guns. So it was hogleg. Good try, though. Thank you. Ari, swing the dolphin. 
I think that's uh, a little bit too rude for this podcast. I think we'll, we'll drop that one there. Yeah, it's a sex term. It means masturbation. All right, Jake, stack the pads. Stack the pads. That's where a hockey term yeah. where you put all the pads on top of each other at the end of a game. You put them in a bag, you stack them up, ship them out. Now, technically, you're not wrong. That does happen. But yeah. what I'm talking about is when a goalie lays on his side and puts his pads on top of each other, shuts his legs together to make like a big barrier in front of the goal. That's called stacking your pads. All right. Wrap around. Ari. Uh, that happened to me when I was eight and in the shower. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> nope. <laughs> no, that didn't happen. That's a <laughs> hockey term for when a player comes around the back of the goal and then tries to swoop it back into the goal from the, from the you know, they reach around yeah, so Ari to said, score. A wrap yeah. around? Yeah, 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 yeah. To score. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, Jake. Uh, box the Jesuit. Okay, um, that is a hockey term, um, and when you have it's when you have a Jesuit on your team, or on the other team, and you just try and like box them in. You're like, oh, you're not, you know, I'm gonna slam you against the wall because you're a filthy Jesuit. <laughs> a lot of racism no, in hockey. You've actually come very close to the original term. It, it, it means to masturbate. It's a sex oh, okay, term. All right. But to box the Jesuit is to beat your meat. But it's it's a uh, um, it's actually anti-religious. In fact, it was started in the Navy. Very intolerant. Not nice at all. I really don't like intolerance. Next up, Ari, ugly kiwi, fuck. <laughs> Flock of geese. Is that a sex term or a hockey? It's both. It's both, Duncan. You know when you really want to flock your geese, but also you want to flock your geese, yeah. like. <laughs> Interestingly, it's actually short for flock of geese flying out of your backside, and that means orgasm. So that's a sex term. So you're having a flock of geese. You, you've hit the what you've hit the do peak. You get up to <laughs> lots of geese. <laughs> All right, Jake, five hole. <laughs> five hole is a sex term. It's when you put something in all five holes at one time. That's the anus. The both ears, the urethra, the, u- the urethra. Thank you, Ari. We got the name for that term. Um, I was going to call it the all-seeing eye. Um, and what was and, and the belly button, the five orifices of the human body. Um, so I'm going to stop you there. I, <laughs> I wish I'd stopped you a few, a few moments earlier, actually. Uh, a five hole is actually the goal between the goalie's legs. So when you shoot it straight between to get it into the net, that's the five hole. That's what that's called. A five hole. Five hole. Yeah. You said. <laughs> you I said know. All what, I know what I said. <laughs> all right, Ari. Top cookies. Uh, the top cookies is a hockey term. It's where you get your hockey team together and you all enjoy the cookies that have been made by the uh, captain's mom, and you you say, "Thanks, mom. Those are some top cookies." Honestly, you're very close, and I like yours better. Um, top cookies is, is short for top shelf, like a top shelf game. That was a really that was top cookies because Grandma puts the good cookies on the top shelf. And Ari, can I just take a moment to say that I commend you on managing to every episode somehow doing a worse accent. <laughs> it's so beautiful. Your attention to detail is immaculate. He's a dedicated performer. Yeah. It, it's okay, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, All at right. least you try. I just, I just can't do it. I can't do it. No, Here we go. No, but you try. Jake, yeah. your phrase is engage in three to one and bound to lose. Okay. That, that, I mean, that's a hockey term. And that's when you 
um, all your teammates have been uh, red carded, and you're the only one left on the pitch, and you still you go for it. You're like, I'm gonna go pew 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 around the uh, around all the hockey dudes, um, and then you go like one score. I like your I like your moxie. Uh, that's actually an old phrase for sex. It's from the oh, 18th century. Uh, the three is the one penis and the two balls, and then the one is the lady's hoo ha. So three to one, and the loss is the bit at the end where your uh, skin flute loses its cookies. Oh god! So three to one, found to lose. Besides three to one in hockey, that's a foul. I mean, come on, uh, we're, we we fight, but we're not you know we're not uncivilized. All right, Ari, this is your last one. <laughs> bottle rocket. Uh, a bottle rocket is is when you put a bottle. Oh my god. <laughs> when you put a bottle and you fill it with some vinegar and oh. some baking soda. That wasn't as bad as I thought it was gonna be. And, <laughs> and you shove it in your butt. <laughs> okay, alright. Okay, then, then it was as bad as Oh, a bottle rocket's actually a goal that breaks the goalie's water bottle because he keeps his water bottle on the on the ice rink. Oh, I like that one. Yeah, it's kind of cool, isn't it? It's, it's sort of you know, one you don't see very often, but when you see it, you're like, ooh, bet you he's not uh, happy about that. He yeah. likes his hydration. Why does the goalie keep his uh, salt and vinegar anus bottle in the <laughs> goal? You never know when you're going to need it. All right, Jake, this is your last one. CBT. CBT is an acronym. CBT, yeah. Yeah. That is a hockey term that means <laughs> what do you mean oh, God. you know what it is i don't know it means um come before timeout and that's when you're doing so well in the game that you just you just ejaculate now here's the interesting thing you actually did happen upon the secret answer was that it is both oh yeah because cbt uh stands for cognitive behavioral therapy, which is uh, currently very common, all the rage amongst professional hockey players for relief of game-related stress. It's a psychological uh, therapeutic strategy, which is very useful for a variety of disorders. I highly recommend anybody who needs some to check it out. It also stands for cock and ball torture, <laughs> which is uh, also all the rage amongst professional hockey players these days. Um, go figure. Finally, we're going to each tell you our favorite hockey moment. First up, I'd like to throw over to uh, Ari. Now, I'm sure we all remember the story of Moose McNuckles, yeah. of Scorgasm's fame. <laughs> he tried to get out of his upcoming game against the Caboose, um, and to do so, he claimed that his grandmother had died. He needed compassionate leave. It was found out that his maternal grandmother was alive and well. McNuckles changed his story to say, in fact, it was his partner's maternal grandmother that had perished. Mm -hmm. uh, of course, by maternal, he ended up meaning paternal. Uh... Alas, McNuckles was caught out again, gave it uh, another time, gave it another go. Um, he actually said that it was his grandfather's uh, recently divorced partner that died. Mm -hmm. um, his grandfather went through a lot of wives. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, no guessing, that was a lie as well. That's old man McNuckles you're talking that was, about. That was Moose McNuckles, yeah. Oh, senior. Moose uh, McNuckles senior. Senior, yeah. yeah. Um, happened to be ca uh, Prime Minister of Canada for really? three turns, actually. Um, he did get he, uh, Moose McNuckles Jr. He got dropped from the team, um, but his both of his dead grandmothers actually came back and pled with the manager to to reselect the grandson. So you know, he got picked in the end because Canadians are such nice people. <laughs> oh, Canada! I've got two stories. All right, no, you go ahead. Tell me both your stories. Okay. Well, the first one 
was when I was at a match, is what they call it in the industry, um, and you know who also is a big hockey fan? Rupert Grant. You know, and I'm a big, I'm a big Harry Potter buff. Mm-hmm. So I was at the game, and I, 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 I was, I knew, I knew someone from Harry Potter was there, right? And I knew where they were sitting. Someone had told me. I just didn't know who it was, and I was so nervous that I was just looking at. I was looking at my feet the whole time, mm-hmm. and I was like walking. My hands were all sweaty, and I'm like, oh my god, there's someone from Harry Potter here. And I walked up to them to the to the area and i just in an instant i was looking down i looked up saw him and then i was just so nervous i looked back down right it was like toe ron toe you know like that toe ron toe um and it was i just ran i just ran um <laughs> so that was my first story <laughs> so i told you i'd been working on canadian puns um side note Ron's a useless character. Yeah, oh, I hate Doesn't Ron. Doesn't add anything to yeah, any of the Tough look for Ron every single time you meet him. And <laughs> just, you, you, never, you never see Ron and you're like, I'm glad he's there. Yeah, he's adding something to the story moment, you know? Yeah. He's so that you know that Harry's a, a, a charitable guy. Yeah. Anyway, back to your second your second. Yeah, yeah, so that was, that was the time I met Ron. <laughs> and then the, the first one was, sorry, the second story was when I was uh, assistant coach for the Ottawa Otters. Oh, I remember that winter, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that where the grand finale was held in Hawaii in the winter, which is pretty much summer, mm. let's be yeah. honest. Oh, side note, the Otters have my favorite chant of all time, uh-huh. where they go, smash them on the rocks like they're shell of fish. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. You hear an entire crowd of people do that chilling. Yeah. Back to your story, the the Hawaii Grand Finals, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and, and oh, I also like the the chant where they're like, "The Otter won, Otters won." Yeah, I mean that goes without saying. But um, so we we're in Hawaii for the grand finale, mm-hmm. um, and they were using their new like outer dome because usually the hockey pitches are indoors mm-hmm. uh-huh but they they because it's winter they'll well you know we'll do it outside you know um and unfortunately it was like rec- global warming you know it's like record temperatures and as the team was playing the the pitch started to melt you know and so like it was like the day after tomorrow and like all the fucking bits of ice are like breaking apart and they're like freaking like the team's doing so well managing this they're like mm-hmm. jumping from ice um like what do you call them mini icebergs, icebergs yeah, yeah mini icebergs to icebergs yeah and then it we're down it's it's a it's we're not down it's a it's a draw right and there's 10 seconds left on the buzzer and all the icebergs are gone all half the team's drowned mm-hmm. right yeah. and then it's a sad year for ottawa mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. and then shooter mcnulty of the McNulty shooters. Yes, yes. He is our star player, right? He's at the bottom. I thought he's a goner, right? I can kind of see his shadow moving, and I think he's got the puck, mm. right? Then a dolphin from outside the pitch jumps into the pitch, lifts Shooter McGuffin. Amazing. Whatever I call them. 
out yeah, from the water. Yeah, yeah, out from the water, and in mid air, it uses its blowhole to like launch the puck into the air, and he just punches it barehanded into the, the dolphin. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It was a pretty badass moment. I actually, I think it was in the, uh, I was in the audience for that one. I have to agree, that was pretty wonderful. Yeah, and when it hits, when it, when that puck hit Rupert Grin in the face, as he had a real grint on his face. <laughs> Rupert grinned, a grint in his eye. All right, so I'm gonna finish it off with my favorite hockey story of all time. It's a little bit shorter and sweeter, but oh, I think you'll agree. But it's the length that's it's, it's good. <laughs> the best part. Yeah, we all know you like the length. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mine was when uh, Johnny Bickbinder from the Vancouver Hottentrots. Yo, you you know Johnny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From the Vancouver Hottentrots. Yeah, from the Vancouver Hottentrots. Yeah, Johnny Bickbinder, Vancouver Hottentrots. Carried the puck on the stick while he was, uh, which he was holding in his mouth while wildly punching everyone he could reach, mm-hmm. finally diving headfirst into the net, simultaneously scoring the game-winning goal and shattering 18 of his teeth. Oof. Uh, the goalie so. tried to stack the pads, but he wasn't expecting to get a dolphin swung in a wraparound, and Johnny boxed the Jesuit all over that fellow, dove through his five-hole. It was a real gong show. And the whole team needed CBT after that. It was an R18 match. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, that's about all the time we have. Thank you so much for joining us this evening, everyone. Uh, I wish you all luck out on the ice. And, uh, you know, God bless the game. Cheerio. <laughs> you know you are a artificial maple flavor. Candy Appalachian. Absolutely. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you so much. <laughs> <laughs> Holy I'm shit. Not, it's okay, I'll cut all this. No, 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 no. I love it. Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, none of my jokes are going to be as good as that, but here we go. <laughs>